What is going on, guys? It's Anthony, and you're listening to Monday Madness here on the Culture Jack Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's episode. Doing a little catch-up. It was a busy weekend. I think I'll just start off with a little bit of that. I hope you had an incredible weekend. I uh, got back from traveling and jumped right into the mix of it. I happened to catch the... uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier a couple of watched it twice and uh, put out the episode there on Saturday as far as that goes what an incredible show what an incredible start to the Falcon and Winter Soldier if you guys didn't catch that episode that was out on Saturday and uh, I also happened to uh, catch the Snyder Cut Justice League uh, Dustin and I are going to be diving knee deep into that, but a fun fact, if you haven't caught it yet, it's well, well worth your time. So make sure and check it out. It's available on HBO max. I think you can rent it as well. If you don't want to have an HBO max subscription, well worth your time, but you better, uh, get a couple packs of popcorn and some soda pop because that bad boy is over four hours long and you're not gonna, you're not gonna want to miss it. <clears throat> um, some news on that though that I wanted to touch on is Zack Snyder's Justice League jumps from third worst to fourth best DCEU on Rotten Tomatoes Forbes uh, Forbes reports. So the list of best so far, which is kind of I, I don't know that I agree with this list, but nonetheless, here it is. Uh, number one is Wonder Woman. Number two is Shazam. Third, number three would be Birds of Prey. Four. Zack Snyder's Justice League, five, Aquaman, six, Wonder Woman 1984, seven, Man of Steel, eight, Justice League original, and then nine, Batman versus Superman, 10 would be Suicide Squad. And I'm not sure what other movies are participating in this because there are several others that I'm looking at this list and it's showing like Watchmen as not doing very good, 300 is not doing that good and uh, a couple of others so anyways i wanted to share that with you again you guys need to catch up on that dustin and i are going to be doing a special episode doing some type of midweek special where we talk in depth about the Zack snyder justice league uh well worth it uh as far as viewing goes and it's going to be a hell of a podcast when we get to dive knee deep into the particulars the changes and uh all the additions that Zack snyder added to the film making it what it is. So that uh, is another thing. Um, What else did I have on my list of stuff to talk about here? Oh, uh, recently I watched Oscar Isaac posted something on his Instagram in regards to training for Moon Knight, which uh, is the character he's going to play here here, uh, relatively soon. Obviously, if he's training and getting ready, it's kind of a cool little video of him doing some martial arts. I love seeing that though, because I feel like uh, it's the same when I saw John Wick and Halle Berry training at, I think it was like the triple gun uh, for John Wick. And then, you know, Keanu Reeves did it before. Uh, I I like that because I feel like if you're going to do that stuff, it, it should require some type of training. So it isn't just like fake acting. And with, as intense action scenes that we see and every everything that we see it 
adds a level of credibility to the actor and to the movie, to be completely honest. So when you see, when I see someone training, whether it's, like I said, the Keanu Reeves stuff for John Wick or in Oscar Isaac's case, doing some martial arts, um, it just adds that extra layer of, I guess, legitimacy. Obviously, we're talking superheroes here. There's only so much uh, legitimate items or or ability to legitify whatever is happening, but I, I appreciate it. I feel like it uh, it adds a layer. And uh, yeah, so check that out, Oscar Isaac, on Instagram. Let's see, what else do I got? Um, so talking about the week or coming into the weekend, I, I just traveled and I uh, went out of state here to uh, really to visit a couple that was getting married. And what, what an incredible uh, what an incredible wedding. So if they're listening, congratulations once again. Uh, we had the opportunity to uh, make it to their wedding. And that triggered kind of a conversation I wanted to talk about today because it's kind of goofy. Not so much the wedding, um, but trying to get to the wedding and how I uh, experienced a pretty epic fail and by dumb luck had the good fortunes to uh, divert and find a different route. And so let let me just talk and paint a little bit of a picture. So the wedding was at five. Um, my, myself and a buddy of mine, we were heading there at four. We were going to be early. Well, uh, upon arriving to the area in which you call Uber and I've used Uber all over the country regularly. I love Uber. It's super simple. If you're not familiar with it, it's essentially like kind of like a personalized taxi. You can call them anywhere. They'll tell you what the rates are. You can choose from like an Uber X, which is just you and a friend or a couple of friends. You can do Uber pool, which is actually, I don't think Uber pool is going right now because of COVID, but you could do Uber pool, which is essentially kind of like a uh, taxi where they'll pick people up along the way. It takes longer, costs a little bit less. And you got Uber premium and, and Uber uh, like handicap. So if you have a handicap or need a special vehicle, you can do it that way as well. And it's pretty simple to use. And like I said, I've used it all over the country. I've you know, several, several times over, very seamless, very transparent. So you know what you're paying up front. Um, my experience with Uber, as far as the drivers go, has been very well, uh, you know, very good. Uh, and so leading up to this, this moment in time, four o'clock out front, call the Uber about 10 minutes goes by 15 minutes go by. And I notice, uh, a colleague is uh, also there. So I catch up with him and we, we shoot the shit for a few minutes. And then I ask, did you call an Uber? He's like, yeah, I called an Uber like 20, 30 minutes ago. Huh? So as I sit there, the Uber gets closer and closer. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Everything's good. And then bam, it uh, restarts over. goes down to one minute, back up to five minutes. Wait another five minutes. Goes back down to one minute, goes back up to like 10 minutes. Okay, so I go through this vicious cycle. We're there close to 40 minutes, and I'm like, holy shit. We have 20 minutes to get to this wedding. Uber's failing, like epic failure. We run upstairs, jump in a cab, shoot across town, make it just as they start. Well, afterward... There's a lot of us and we're like, hey, you know, how are we going to get, how's everybody going to get out of here? I check Uber, 
No vehicles found. Three other people check Uber. No vehicles found. And it's like, oh, my goodness. So we ended up walking walking to a location where a taxi is, grabbed a taxi, and, and then go on. And we asked the taxi, hey, what's, what is going on with Uber? Because it's their number one competition. There's nothing to hide there. And uh, this person uh, just so happened to say, hey, look, man, I mean, there's a lot of people, especially Uber folks that are taking the unemployment and just not working. So there's very few Ubers that are running right now. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And long story short, next couple of days, I asked several other people how their experience has been with Uber in this area, which is a heavily populated, heavily Uber used area. Everybody said the same thing. It's been absolutely horrible. Little to no uh, drivers available, long wait times, and so forth and so on. And so I, I'm, I'm thinking about this, and obviously it impacted me that day and uh, a couple of other days as we wanted to travel. And I'm sitting there, it's like, you know, you can't just call. Well, I guess you can call a cab, but it's just not as easy as it is on the Uber application. And, you know, Uber's a pretty big deal and has been a pretty big deal um, from a technology standpoint, from a transportation standpoint. And really, I never considered that it would be damn near shut down in this major city that has got to be one of the most heavily used Uber locations possibly in the world. Um, it, it just was an eye opener on, is this a failure because of the situation? Is it a failure because of the employment? Is it a failure because of usage? Regardless, the impact of this is pretty significant. And I know that it had to have affected uh, lots and lots of people through time. Now, hopefully um, it'll pick back up and, and they'll get going again. I just found it to be a very crazy, very crazy situation um, that I was faced with. And it's like, yeah, using cabs. But the thing you got to remember is in this area, <clears throat> um, cabs are traditionally only in at hotels. And so you're, you're not going to just walk around and find a cab, generally speaking. And it's not like I have cab phone numbers or a cab application. Maybe there is one. Um, I just don't have it because I've ne I haven't had to use cabs in a long time. And, and it just kind of threw me for a whirlwind on when uh, technology fails, when the system breaks down. And in this case, it is broken. Um, only for the foreseeable future, I'm sure <clears throat> that maybe it was just the couple of days I was down there or what have you, but it definitely was a bit of an eye opener. Like, man, that really had to change the way I do things, you know, after doing using Uber for many years as my primary source of transportation, when I'm in cities that I'm visiting, it's just a, a crazy thought, I guess, uh, kind of ran, ran through my head. So Wanted to share that. I know that may not be the most exciting thing to talk about, but I just wanted to share it nonetheless. Now, to further to to kind of further that on the impact side of things, especially of COVID, and, and by no sense am I trying to be negative about this. In fact, I'm trying to be positive to some degree on uh, sharing my experience because you need to consider these things if you're going to be traveling to a major city anytime soon. Now, obviously, while traveling, there there's some irritate. I I sensed and felt irritated several times, mostly because when you're wearing the mask for 
hours on hours. And I know many of you can relate, especially those that have to work with a mask on. It gets it gets a little frustrating, um, especially when you're talking, you know, 70, 75 degrees, your face is sweating. Um, you know, so there was some some irritation. So as I was departing, um, in fact, I was in the airport and I was just messing around. I, I had a couple of work things to do. And I was gearing up and I'm like, hey, I'm going to grab something to eat because I got like an hour beforehand and I'm standing there and walking around. Every place is jammed packed. There's lines. And that is, oh, another notable thing. If you travel right now, expect lines because the occupancy is restricted in certain at certain cities in certain locations. And they may be monitoring that by uh, causing lines or allowing limited amounts of people into the location. So nonetheless, at the airport, it was the same way. I mean, these there was huge lines for just basic places to eat and drink. You know, if you wanted a Starbucks, you'd have to wait 20 minutes. If you wanted a cheeseburger, you'd have to wait 20 minutes. If you wanted to go to Quiznos, you'd have to wait 40 minutes, whatever. Anyway, so I find myself in front of a pizza shop that isn't open. It's called Metro Pizza, I believe is what it was called. And... I'm patiently waiting. Um, The staff is uh, preparing to open and it's uh, opening at 11 a.m. And the staff's talking to me and we're going to be open soon. No problem. No problem. You know, I'm not going anywhere. And uh, one of the managers, because a person tried to push through the half lifted gate to go in and start buying stuff. And they're like, hey, we're, we're closed. That person kind of storms off and then the manager's like, hey, you know, we haven't been open in a year. This is the first official opening since we got shut down by COVID in a year. And I just happened to be the first customer, but I I sat there and I was kind of taken back like, holy shit. You know, wow. And uh, the line grew and grew. And then obviously I got my pizza, a slice of pizza, and, and so did many others. But, you know, sitting there considering it in really witnessing it firsthand because I'd probably been there for I don't know like 15 minutes and and watched what they were doing and and then to hear hey this is our first time opening in a year we've been closed first time opening uh you're the first customer blah 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 and I was just taken back by the whole situation and maybe I came to the realization that it's like you know, we often take these things like like what I was saying about Uber, uh, like what I was saying about Metro Pizza. We we take these things uh, with a grain of salt or maybe we don't recognize them. And it was an eye opener for me. And I know that this may not be a traditional podcast or or conversation that I would have or, or even Dustin would have. But I wanted to share that just because it, it really humbled me and it really brought a new reality to the situation that, you know, I'm not, I don't interact. I haven't traveled a whole lot since COVID and it was, it was an eye opener. And, you know, I thanked the people and left and prepped and and then took off on my plane ride. And, and I was like, man, this is pretty freaking wild. Well, coming home into the weekend, like I said, I was, I was rather busy trying to catch up on stuff, trying to get the podcast out. I had some, uh, couple of courses I had to catch up on, uh, spend some time with the kids, the family, all of that. And what was it? Sunday night or last night, if you're listening to this day of release, I was watching a show called the last blockbuster. I believe it was on, I believe it was on Netflix. And essentially what it is, is it's the 
it's the conversation of how Blockbuster got big in the eighties, um, and then how they how they kind of fell apart, and uh, in the late two, you know what twenty eighteen I think twenty seven really twenty seventeen was the demise. And while watching this, I was like, man, you know, and I know we've talked about movie stores and all of that in the past, and um, it it just really went full circle for me with like, man, this is so crazy to think this as a kid, as a young adult, and as an adult, how much I absolutely loved going to the video store, looking at the movie posters, being like, oh, next Tuesday, the new Die Hard comes out. I'm going to be here, and I'm going to get that fucking movie. Or next, whatever, you know, the following week, the Lord of the Rings comes out or whatever it was. And just the sheer excitement that that brought to me, my wife, my kids, hey, let's go to the movie store. And it was always this thing. It was like a planned event. I'm going to see if they have X and, you know, you could rent video games. You could get your popcorn, your candy and all of that. And it depicts it in the show. There's several celebrities that uh, guest appeared and, and talked about what Blockbuster meant to them. Some of them worked at Blockbuster. And it was it was pretty interesting because I believe it was the last four, when it was down to the last four stores in 2017, three of the four stores were here in Alaska. In fact, John Oliver, the late night host, sent like uh, Russell Crowe's, what was it? His like groin protector from Cinderella man. And I think a hood from uh, Robin hood and a couple of articles glass encased him. And it was actually at a location that I went to for shit over 10 years. And I went in and saw it and it did draw a crowd. Cause that's, that's what his attempt was. It was a funny thing. And he was attempting to help blockbuster. And then those stores went out and uh, the last one to survive was in bend, Oregon. But the crazy part about that, and and without without them going into the detail that they did, I was always under the impression that they just kind of fell out. And one of the things that I guess we all maybe missed was uh, that company was owned by a bigger company, and they were essentially, I don't want to say robbing, I would say front-loading it with debt and taking out all of the capital and it essentially crushed them in the end because you had Netflix at the time, I think it was like 2015 as Netflix started launching and getting big blockbuster had an opportunity to purchase them for $50 million. And then when the crisis in 2018, 2017 was happening, the financial crisis, it crippled them simply because they didn't have capital. And now at that point, if you recall, if you were following all of this, they were going digital. DirecTV had bought them and they had digital services and this and that. And then essentially they just went belly up because there's too much debt riding on them. Not necessarily because of the online. They just couldn't They just couldn't uh, sustain after the financial crisis, thus giving, you know, essentially the upper hand to all the digital services that were coming and and that are here now. But it's crazy to think that, right? It's just crazy to think that uh, at one time, that's, that's how you, that's how you uh, watched movies. You went to the video store and you did it. And all of this together really, really kind of triggered a lot of different thoughts, a lot of different emotions uh, to include the Uber deal, because before the Uber, it was taxis. And then I had to revert back to taxis. And I was like, man, this is so weird. 
And with Blockbuster watching that, I'm like, man, uh, the fun that I had, there was actually a uh, little hometown, like it was called hometown video uh, here in my local hometown. And I used to love just going in there and chopping it up, bullshitting with the dude. Hey, what about this? Hey, what about that? Did you see that? You know, and the dude, well, actually there's two guys. Both of them knew so much about movies. And then sometimes you get lucky and that new release got dropped early or it got returned early and and you're standing there. Oh, did you want to get Die Hard 25 because it just came in the box? And you're like, hell yeah, give me that. <laughs> give me that shit. I don't know. It just brought forward so many emotions and so many memories. I just had to share it with you guys. And I thought it'd make for a fun kind of offbeat discussion here on Monday Madness. So Anyways, Blockbuster is what it is. Um, I don't think that we'll be going back to a Blockbuster anytime too soon, simply because obviously everything's digital now. Um, there's no real reason to, I guess. Uh, but I do like to think that maybe at some point nostalgia will come back. But then how do you rent a video? Because everything's digital, right? Do you get a SIM card or something? I don't know. Uh, and maybe it is just nostalgia kind of biting me saying, hey, man, it was such a good time or you used to love doing this activity. And and now we don't. I mean, now you just go on there and you get movies and 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 uh, TV series as fast as you can download it or stream it. And it's it's a different world. So with all of that being said, I do hope Uber restores uh, back to normal, um, hopefully as COVID takes a turn for the better in the sense of uh, vaccines and in the sense of, um, you know, the uh, transfer rate and the uh, growth of the disease uh, declines and everything. I, I really do. I hope that restores back and maybe better. I don't know. Um, you know, traveling, though, to kind of go full circle here, traveling is a different animal, man. You got to definitely think about how you want to do things. You know, we were talking about um, some future travels and it's like, you know, we got to get prepared differently. You know, we got to make sure my, my little dude, my, my three-year-old is capable and willing to wear a mask the full time on the plane. I mean, at least for the foreseeable future. And then when we're doing events uh, that I'm not accustomed to, and, and unless you live there, you're, you're not accustomed to wearing your mask consistently, different protocols for sanitation how you interact with people, lines, groups, different. Uh, it's just a different world. So here we are in 2021, and, uh, you know, it's uh, we're still seeing it. And we're still faced with it. So that, I think, covers pretty much today's massive, <laughs> short, well, massive. It's not massive. Uh, today's subject and uh, a couple of other things. As well, I threw in there with the uh, Moon Knight coming, uh, the Justice League. We got a special coming out here pretty quick. And then Falcon and the Winter Soldier. If you guys have not seen that, make sure to check it out. You're going to love it. Um, the Uber fails. And uh, the last blockbuster. I think that concludes this episode. I appreciate all of you guys that are listening. And I know we mentioned this every, pretty much every episode. We have a ton of new podcasts that are out right now. We've got a ton of new podcasts coming out to include episodes like today, which is Monday Madness. And then you're going to get a couple of days off here to catch up. And then you can jump right back in with some news from Dustin on Thursday, the Friday show on Friday. We'll have uh, 
on this episode on Saturday where we're talking uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Sunday is going to be more news and then back to Monday. Madness. So that's five episodes. And as mentioned earlier in this podcast, we're working on a, uh, a special midweek on the uh, Snyder Cut that'll be coming out. I don't know if it'll be this week, maybe next week as well, where we dive knee deep into that. So that's what I got, guys. Busy, busy weekend. Busy, well, really a busy week coming home into the weekend, trying to catch up, uh, trying to trying to get some stuff done. Um, we're heading into spring here pretty quick. I'm excited for that. I hope you guys are as well. That's it. That's all I got. Thank you so much for listening to Monday Madness here on the Culture Jack Podcast. Hit the follow button. And I'll catch up with you in the next episode.